Comprehensive Planning Associates, LTD, or COMPASS, is not affiliated with or endorsed by the Centers for Disease Control and or any other government agency. This is the Financial Compass with Matthew Brunner from Comprehensive Planning Associates. When a part of your financial strategy is out of tune, your long-term goals, your retirement savings, and your legacy can all suffer. With many years of experience in the financial industry, Matthew provides his clients and prospects with the information that they need regarding Social Security, Retirement Income Planning, Wealth Management, and much more. Listen in as we address your financial concerns and provide helpful solutions to put you on the path to achieving your retirement goals. And now, here is Matthew Brunner to help you find your financial direction. Hello and welcome to the Financial Compass. My name is Matthew Brunner from Comprehensive Planning Associates, LTD, or Compass. If you'd like more information about what you hear during today's show, give us a call, 800-339-9252, or visit us online at compass-ltd.com. While you're at the website, scroll on down to the radio section of the page. That way you can check out past shows, even subscribe to our show on Apple Podcasts, Spotify, even Google Play. Don't hesitate to reach out to us with questions or to set up a face-to-face meeting. Now, folks, though much of our personal and financial lives have been completely upended by COVID-19, it may still be possible to find and then achieve some financial goals in the coming months. But before we get into that, let's introduce our always incredible co-host, Tony Shore. Tony, how are you doing on this beautiful day? It's a beautiful day. Uh, That's for sure. It's going to be a holiday at 85 in town, 95 in the valley. I suggest you all pile on the old jalopy and head on out to that beach where it's going to be a cool 75 degrees in the air, 70 degrees in the water, and we've got a swell from the west today at three to five feet. So grab your skids and let's go surfing. Anyway, little you asked. So, so there you go. And really, this show doesn't sound anything like the show we did last week. I don't know what you're talking about. Did I? Did I ask that? Yeah, careful what you wish for, buddy. Did you say did when you I say overmodulation? When I said how are you doing today, I really opened the door into the inner workings of Tony Shore's brain. All right. Settle down. Wait, I'm telling you to settle down. It should be the other way around, but I've been great. Obviously, I'm doing good. I drank about 60 cups of coffee getting ready for the show. So, And feel, uh, I, let's talk about your unfulfilled desires to be a drive-time weatherman. <laughs> yeah. Well, I, I was a overnight DJ for a while and worked at a number of radio stations and did the weather, but I wasn't actually the weatherman anywhere. But yes, the <laughs> California weather report, I'd love to give the surf report every day. Maybe we could make the surf oh, report nice. a regular feature on the podcast. How about that? You want to you wanna start adding that? Choose our, some of our favorite breaks to give the surf report on? It might keep people listening a little longer. Maybe. <laughs> Uh, or it might get them right out to the yeah, beach. That's true. Either way, either way, it's good that's for true. them, right? That's true. That's All true. Right. I don't know where I'm going to find a surf report for for this area, but uh, for your area there. I got it. I'll get it. Oh, yeah. There okay. you go. I'll get it to you to read as long as you do it in that voice. But you that, that, means, uh, that means that you and I would have to do some show prep <laughs> before the show starts. <laughs> that might be a problem. 
you you're either you're either gonna have to do it like that drive time or the wacky morning <laughs> zoo with a report all the sound effects and we're gonna get, need to get at least five more people uh, into the studio ooga. to make it sound like that wacky morning <laughs> zoo crew yeah oh boy well if we haven't lost you yet folks we will be talking about something financial yeah. at some point today I promise. you're listening to financial rock radio with matthew brunner <laughs> All right. So uh, what are we talking about today? But but how have you been? You had a great week. I know you had a great uh, time with your family last weekend. This week, I'm sure you're busy again, aren't you? Yeah, we are. But, you know, busy's good. Financially rewarding hell is what my father always <laughs> called it. You know, uh, I, the, my, the, the people I know that are abs, I, I can't even be a little bit upset about being busy. I'm busy because we're covering some shifts, you know, trying to make sure our employees can take care of their kids while their kids aren't in school Look at you. during what's going on now. But, um, you know, I do, there are as unfortunate as a lot of this has been, there's a little bit of plus sides there. Some of my friends, uh, clients, et cetera, who own bike shops have never been busier. Try go ahead and try and buy a bike this week, Tony, see how you do next to impossible. So, uh, there's next silver linings impossible. and everything, I guess. It really is. You get a decent bike. I mean, you have to, you, you're buying like nothing left but top of the line bikes right now. Uh, you can't, if you want to try and find a decent mountain bike, you're pretty much out of luck. So I uh, bet that's good for the bike shop guys, yeah, right? Good it is. For the bike yeah, at least one industry, the, you know, at least the there's producers and yeah. the tire makers and the chain guys. So, you know, yeah. there's some, there's some lights in these tunnels. So yeah, that's uh, good. That's, those are the things I've been looking for. And, regardless of, you know, I, I did have a great week with my family, great weekend with the family and, uh, and seeing things like that going on, knowing that, you know, pe- some people are still doing well, regardless gives gives me that light at the end of the tunnel that hopefully this will all be over before too long. Well, I know uh, you wanted to talk today some about financial yeah. goals and financial strategies during this time of COVID-19. Uh, so why don't you get us started on that? What are we, what are we dealing with here? Yeah, I guess that is what we're here to talk about today, right? It so is. Let's do that. So, I didn't mean to yeah, those harshly <laughs> jump, but no, 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 no. I mean, otherwise we would have been, you know, yeah. out of time, and we would have never even gotten to it. Yeah, it's, that could happen. Uh, there, so there was a reason. <laughs> it's true. Uh, there's a recent article: is five money goals if you're still employed during COVID nineteen, and uh, first recommends you try and turn some of your previous expenses into new savings. Now, the entire article's on uh, NerdWallet.com if you want to read it. But maybe you aren't driving your cars often, and maybe even along the same lines, you're relying less on maybe Uber or Lyft or whatever it is. So perhaps your daily lunch or coffee spendings has dropped because you're working at home. Instead of turning those savings into new or unnecessary online purchases, you can use them as as a new sort of savings of their own, right? So instead of taking that money you're saving from not spending it, instead of spending it somewhere else, use it as actual savings. It's often recommended you have at least six months worth of living expenses saved up. Wow. I get it. That's that seems, a lot. Yeah, that yeah, seems that's... like a lot to me. And uh, if well, I really need that be. much, I, I, I might have to talk to you after the show about giving me a loan. <laughs> a high interest loan for your emergency savings account? There you go. No. <laughs> so, no, you know, but listen, that's a six months. If you, if, if you live by yourself, maybe you can, maybe it can be a little lighter, but Depending on what, what it is, six months can get a lot of people out of a lot of trouble for a long time. Uh, we've talked about this over and over, and I get it. It could be a lot for people, and it sometimes seems like an impossible goal. But earmarking the money you're saving from your reduced casual spending for your savings 
it might be a really good place to start. And I won't lie to you, I was working on it with somebody this morning and we've got steps to take down their debt. And within the next year, this kind of crushing debt that they were under, it's going to be gone if they continue to follow the steps they're taking. It is possible and they will have their emergency account still intact. Wow. Well, and I know we've talked about making sure you have an emergency fund before on the show. And I think that's important. Um, and, and I have even heard the six months thing. Uh, but if some of our listeners have already reached maybe that noble goal, what else can we do with our money that they're currently saving on things like gas and dining out? What are some other things we might want to use that money for? Tony, that is a great question. And let me tell you, I think there's a couple of things you may want to do with that money. First, you could use that extra money to help pay off some of your debt like I was talking about. And second, you could funnel that money into your retirement savings. Ah, retirement savings. That makes sense. And obviously that's something that you focus on for your clients, paying off debt or beefing up retirement savings. It's hard to see how you could go wrong with either choice. So what's next? Uh, I'm guessing a fair number of our listeners today have student loans. As part of its response to COVID-19 crisis, the federal government suspended most student loan payments and they did it interest-free through September 30th. So simply put, that means any payments you make until September 30th will go directly toward your loan's principal. And that's something that can end up saving you a fair amount of money in the long run. A lot of, they're doing very similar things for the SBA uh, loans as well. So look at those options. Now, of course, if those programs run out of money, that those things will stop going into effect. But uh, they're doing some, some of the SBA loans are even making payments for you until the end of September. So definitely worth looking into along the way. Yeah. Yeah, I, I think it would be. And so um, it sounds like a great option. Uh, are there circumstances? Thanks. Are there- <laughs> Are there circumstances, though, where it might be a good idea to instead use your maybe a normal student loan payment for other expenses? Sure, there might be. Maybe you have significant credit card debt. You may want to divert some of your normal student loan payment amount to your credit card debt. Now, another option would be to dedicate that money to help building your emergency fund. I said this, it's going to change for each person. Uh, you know, I'm, I'm always constantly, I love it when we have, we have plenty of clients who, we're managing first world problems for, right? How do we pass all this money down to the next generation? I get the joy of what I do out of really, you know, helping some younger people or people who didn't make all the correct choices or life threw them curveballs and helping them get out and under from behind some of these rocks. So there's a different thing everybody can be doing, but look down, you know, if your credit card, your chances are your credit card debt's way higher than your student loan debt and interest rate, right? So if you can knock that down a little while, a little bit right now and control your spending while you're stuck at home, it's a great way to get rid of some of that. Now, how else can the money we're saving from reduced expenses be utilized? Well, I think boosting your 401k contribution is another reasonable option. If your emergency fund's healthy, you don't have significant credit card debt. And if you're considering maxing out your 401k, Hey, contribution this year, excuse me, doing it while prices are relatively low means you'll possibly increase your return when the market rebounds. Now, granted, the market's back pretty darn close to where it was pre this, but who knows? There could be another drop before this is all done. So putting that money in when that's happening or even increasing it while it's not, there's no timing strategy you really want to employ. But heck, if you've got the extra money and you've filled those other two check those other two boxes, 401k extra contributions are a good thing to do with this sure. as well. Sure. And I think you've given us a lot of uh, common sense driven and attainable goals. 
uh, that at least some of our listeners may be able to implement. Do you have anything else for us? I hope there are more common sense and attainable goals. It's always my goal is to give that kind of advice. Another potential way some of our listeners may be able to save some money is uh, take a closer look at your mortgage. It's possible the current economy may provide you with a lower interest rate. There, uh, in that same article, interest rates are currently about a full percentage point lower than they were a year ago in May of 2019. Refinancing right now could keep a little more of your money in your pocket, and you may be able to take care advantage of some of these things we've already talked about. Our listeners should note there's often an increased demand for refinancing when rates dip, so it may be more difficult to qualify than it was even just a few months ago, but you won't know without yeah, trying. You got to try. Right now is the time. In fact, my wife and I are refinancing our house to get a lower interest rate. So, yeah, Smart. we're we're going Smart. from a 30 to a 15 uh, for about the same payment. That's yeah. wonderful. That gives you 15 extra years of that money going into your retirement when that house Boom. is paid off. Exactly. And it's advice uh, from you that led us to this decision. So that's awesome. Now, mind grenades. Boom. Mind blown. So uh, <laughs> if there's an emoji for that, I'd be using it uh, right now, Matt. Uh, tell our <laughs> listeners, though, how they can set up that complimentary consultation, get some reports run, and really have you help them with a plan. It's simple. You can call us 800-339-9252 or visit us online, compass-ltd.com. All right. Sounds great. And I know during this next portion, you want to examine bills and debts and what we need to focus on in this uh, COVID-19 battered economy. And I like the idea of being as strategic as possible with my finances, even during challenging economic times. So how are you going to get us started with this? All right. So there was a recent CNBC.com article, which debts and bills should you pay off during COVID-19? Here's what money experts say. Uh, which I don't know who they're licensed with because I'm not allowed to call myself an expert, but there must be some out there. Uh, <laughs> there's, you know, lots. But focus they focus on potential strategy for paying your bills if you lost your job during the pandemic. Oh, unfortunately, as countless news stories have detailed, this is the position millions of Americans currently find themselves in. The article does suggest making housing your highest priority. So for many people and families, housing is the largest probably arguably the most important expense. And under normal circumstances, failing to pay a rent, mortgage could lead to foreclosure or eviction. And certainly the ramifications of that can be financially, never mind, emotionally devastating. Well, yeah, for sure. And honestly, I would have guessed that housing would be considered the highest priority. I mean, after all, everybody needs a safe place to call home. What, is, what else does it say about housing? Well, some potential good news is that many states and a lot of cities have put an eviction freeze into place that may provide a degree of protection for some renters. Additionally, renters and homeowners may discover they have some wiggle room to postpone their payments. That said, it's critical to remember you're still obligated to pay what you owe, whether it's rent or mortgage payments. You may end up having to make all those delayed payments at one time. And ultimately, continuing to pay your rent or mortgage payments may be the strongest move you can make. You know, reach out to your landlord, your mortgage company, see if they can work with you on potential solutions. That sounds great. That's a good idea. And this is probably the right time to take a moment to remind our listeners that you need to work with an experienced financial professional who can help you design or adjust a financial strategy that's going to help navigate this current economy and during the recovery. And I know that creating or changing a financial strategy is challenging even in the best of times. So really getting a second opinion is not a bad idea right now, correct? 
It's never a bad idea to get a second opinion. Uh, I do like say creating a financial strategy that that's a good thing to do any, at any point, right? Having that financial strategy in place is important. Changing it. You only change it when the circumstances change, right? That's why you have the strategy. So when something like this happens, you know, you can weather it. Now, um, I, that said, the next the article next notes, you should consider your utility and car payments as the medium priority. So we went from housing. Now we're at utility and car payments. Once you address, once you address your rent or mortgage, devise a game plan for those expenses. Make sure you're up to date you know, on vital services, water, sewer, electric, gas, help you avoid the stress that's going to come from getting behind on those bills. And then additionally, falling behind on utilities can sometimes mean you accumulate fees, in some cases, you don't qualify for energy assistance programs. So things got worse. You're not going to qualify for those. So, of course, the worst case scenario is having your utility shut off. So you want to maintain those. Well, obvious, yeah, that's kind of a yeah. that's kind of an obvious one, uh, you know. So and I think that earlier in the show, you mentioned people might be able to reach out to their landlord or mortgage company to find solutions to provide some relief. Uh, is there anything like that, though, with utilities? A lot of utility providers have hardship programs that may allow customers to defer some of their payments. So it's definitely worth something. It's definitely worth checking out. Um, the other medium priority, car payment, should also be part of the strategy. Missing multiple car payments, that can lead to your car being repoed. Uh, besides being stuck without transportation, that could really have a really bad you know, effect on your ability to make a living car and having it having find new ways to get to where you can actually make money right now right yeah that's tough and it is tough for a lot of folks out there because of COVID-19 so what uh, what other options do people have if they're in danger of really falling behind on say car payments besides hiding your car underground <laughs> yeah besides trying to yeah. hide your car now, if you find yourself struggling to make your payments, reach out to your lender as soon as possible. Discuss your options. There's a lot of major auto companies, Ford, Toyota, Nissan. They're currently currently waiving late fees. They're offering payment deferrals. So, again, look into it. Reach out. See what you can do. It's always worth checking into. Yeah. Awesome. Well, and I think that this is an, another time, you know, it's an insightful conversation, but get a plan in place and all they have to do is give you a call, right? Yeah, call us or visit us online. Call us 800-339-9252. Visit us online, compass-ltd.com. Well, yeah, and I know during the show today, Matt, we've been talking about uh, potential financial strategies to get ourselves through this difficult COVID-19 economy. Uh, what do you have next for us? Well, for the remainder of today's show, I, I think we should discuss retirement and you know, <laughs> kind of do this every week, right? Let's, let's get to retirement part. The reality is for some people, the COVID-19 economy may delay retirement. There was a Motley Fool article, Five Reasons You Don't Didn't Want to Retire Early Anyway. Uh, for at least some of our listeners pushing retirement a little into the future, it might actually be a blessing in disguise. Oh, well, I like those. Uh, I like yeah. blessings uh, even Who when doesn't? they're not in disguise. And I'm on board with talking <laughs> about retirement whenever we can. Obviously, uh, that's why we save. That's what a lot of financial saving is about. You have those retirement accounts. And I'm sure... A big portion of our listeners probably rate retirement as one of their top financial concerns. And if they don't, it probably should be, right? Well, yeah. And But here's here's something. The first interesting part of the article uh, brings up is you might actually find retirement, this huge financial concern you have, 
You might find it boring. Hmm. There was a 2016 Federal Reserve study found that a third of retirees changed their minds about retirement and return to work. But it seems many retirees simply don't adjust well to their new non-working lifestyle. Yeah. So there's number yeah, one. And I've heard of that before. I can definitely see how some people have difficult, you know, have a hard time filling that 40 hours that made up their typical work week. Yeah, I've seen a lot of people do it. Uh, going from a life with lots of structure to a life with very little structure can be very jarring for some people. Along the same line, some people may also find they just don't like the simple life. You know, if you retire when you're 65, you may have to live off the money you save for 20 or more years. The earlier you retire, the longer your assets have to last. Mm-hmm. So there's a combination of savings and retirement income tools is how most people build the retirement savings. The fact is, make it all work. You're probably going to you know, make your budget a little leaner in order to make it. Okay. So a lean budget, that doesn't sound good. Am I right though, in guessing that for some people giving up some of the things they enjoy in an effort to build a leaner budget isn't appealing like myself? <laughs> yeah. This time you are right, Tony. <laughs> this time. <laughs> okay. <laughs> I see what you did there. Yeah, and uh, Yeah, no. <laughs> Yeah, you are. The cold reality is a lean lifestyle. It's a limited lifestyle, right? We want to retire in the way we define it. That's not the best way to do it. As you work toward retirement, you probably have some sense your lifestyle is going to have to change. But once you actually get there, you understand the things you're going to have to give up. Going back to work might not seem like the worst idea you've ever heard. Well, yeah. Well, depending on your situation, Social Security can also be a major factor, right? Especially for those who retire early. A lot of cases, the earliest you can claim Social Security is when you're 62. But when you file before your full retirement age, then that's going to be somewhere between 66 and 67 for most people right now. You could be slashing your benefit by as much as 30%. If you retire at age 70, your benefit will have reached its maximum value. And leaving that much money on the table could certainly make your retirement a little easier. And if you have any questions about how that works, you can either look at Social Security, SSA.gov, or give us a call and we can talk about those as well. So obviously, Social Security is important. Now, what do you have next for us? Well, healthcare expenses are another thing that can make retirement a little more challenging, Tony. Uh, remember, in a lot of cases, Medicare doesn't kick in until age 65. So until then, you'll need to pay for healthcare out of pocket. You know, costs vary depending on what state you live in, but generally speaking, you can expect to pay in the ballpark of around $500 a month in premiums. But remember, beyond the premium, Plus, uh, you know, you also have co-pays, co-insurance, deductibles. There's definitely more costs than just your premium. True. That's a good point. And obviously, the longer you work, the longer you can rely on your employer to help provide health insurance or at least cover a portion of it, right? Ding, ding, ding. We yeah. have a winner. So what's that's, next? That's right. Uh, another potential drawback to early retirement, lack of financial flexibility. You might have some frustrations with your job. There's, you know, I, I, there's a lot of people I know that are that way. And the fact is, though, your paycheck provides you with a lot of flexibility. Also, consider that you likely get a raise every year, perhaps even an occasional bonus. All those things help you protect yourself from increased expenses. So without your paycheck, it can be harder to address emergency expenses or even some smaller spending mistakes that most of us make from time to time. So, you know, some of those things we were talking about in the beginning, there's a good way if you're working a little longer to correct some of those if you haven't corrected those yet. Right. And I think that's really important. And, uh, you know, I'm really picking up uh, from our discussion today. The main thing is that retirement is all about finding that timing, uh, the sweet spot. If you retire too soon, you might find yourself bored and with less money in your pocket. Yeah. uh, You know, listen, I I agree. There's there's no 
there's no perfect way to time it, but you can certainly plan it so you have the best transition. Uh, good news is there may be some alternatives to early retirement. You know, maybe you dislike your current job to the point it's making you consider early retirement. And you look into work, look into work that you find more satisfying. Maybe that's a good way to get past that. Or if it's commuting to the office every day that's getting you down, examine potential workplaces that are closer to home. This whole thing with COVID is making remote work a lot more possible for a lot of people, or even self-employment opportunities. And in fact, you might be able to turn a hobby you're passionate about into new money-making businesses. There's people doing that every day right now. Ultimately, going through all the scenarios, as well as your options before you retire, may be a very wise strategic move. And that's what planning's for. Yeah, there you go. Well, we're out of time for today's show. We went through a lot of great strategies and points today. Is there anything else you want to add for our listeners before we go, Matt? Yeah, don't don't let this thing get too much of a hold of you that you just don't do anything, right? The worst thing you can do in this instance, perhaps, is nothing. So reach out to a financial professional with questions. If you have one in your area, great. If you don't know who to turn to, start with us. Give us a call, 800-339-9252, compass-ltd.com. And th- there's no cost. There's no obligation to that initial consultation. We'll talk about it. We'll talk about the steps you need to do to get that plan put together. And, uh, you know, there's no sense... And I, I, there's this, if this has taught us anything, it's about living, right? And we can, we can do all this planning. We can do all this preparing for the future, but unless we're keeping an eye on the life we want to have now and an eye on the life we want to have in the future, these plans aren't going to work. So we want to make sure we get something in place that takes care of both of those things and a great financial comprehensive financial plan is going to help. Excellent. Well, a great show once again today, Matt. And what's that phone number for our listeners one more time? Call us at 800-339-9252 or visit us online at compass-ltd. All right. And that does it for today's episode of The Financial Compass with our host, Matt Brunner. Thank you for listening to The Financial Compass. Don't pay too much for taxes or retire without a sound retirement plan. For more information, please contact Matthew Brunner at Comprehensive Planning Associates. Call 800-339-9252 or visit their website at compass-ltd.com. All matters discussed during this show are for informational purposes only. Each individual situation may vary and the opinions expressed here may not apply to everyone. Materials presented are believed to be from reliable sources and no representations can be made as to its accuracy. All ideas and information should be discussed in detail with one of our qualified representatives prior to implementation. Insurance products and services, fee-based financial planning, and investment advisory services are offered by Comprehensive Planning Associates, LTD. Compass, a registered investment advisor in the state of Connecticut. Securities are offered by Gretchen Brunner and Matthew Brunner through Gradient Securities, LLC, Arden Hills, Minnesota, 866-991-1539. Member FINRA, SIPC. Comprehensive Planning Associates, LTD, Compass, and Gradient Securities, LLC are not affiliated companies. Gradient Securities, LLC, and Comprehensive Planning Associates, LTD, Compass are not affiliated with or endorsed by the Social Security Administration or any government agency. Please refrain from posting reviews of your experience as this may be considered testimonials and are prohibited by the Securities and Exchange Commission, SEC. Like should not be considered a positive reflection of the investment advisory services offered by Gradient Securities, LLC, GS, and or their investment advisor representatives.